Good morning, wherever you might be, right around Australia. We do it a couple of different ways on a Friday morning, all thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbrokes Live, you can watch us, and what a pleasure that would be. Or you can listen to us right across the SCN Track Radio Network. The text line is open, 0499 736 736. Four days at fabulous Flemington, a Golden Eagle, and plenty of other stuff to get into. Campbell Brown in the house. Hello, Brownie. Great to be here. Look, I just want you to read the back of my shirt. Oh, I thought no. it was very appropriate. It's me, hi. Yeah. <laughs> you got to read it for the listeners. Uh, well, wait, they can see it. It's actually people are watching yeah, it. Yeah, but there's some people. I'll turn back around and read it out to the radio, to the radio audience. It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. You are literally wearing, in fact, you're officially a Swifty. Are you officially a Swifty now? <laughs> I'm definitely not, but I just, I saw that and I saw the nice colours. Now, I the thought, front of it says, does that say anti-hero? Yeah. Anti-hero club. That is unbelievable. You know my fashion. It's very ordinary. It, no, it's gone up. <laughs> it's gone up as you've got back into shape, back into your plane. Oh, what your do you mean back into shape? Up. I've always been in shape. No, well, that's the unfortunate thing that was correct. Now, Gabby Doxy, hello to you. Hello, Cam. Hello, Brownie. Hello, Quinny. Hello, Gab. Oh, it's good to Congratulations see you. Congratulations to you, Gab. Last week it was the age. You're the most 50 most beautiful people. This week I see <laughs> Melbourne Racing Club are using you as part of their promotional... Yes. Parts on Instagram. Yeah, You're everywhere. Could, could have chosen a nicer photo. I'll take that much, <laughs> but um, that's all right. You can't choose them, but uh, happy to be there. Jeez. Quinny, hello. Hello, Cam. You've had a haircut for the big week. Yes, cut and colour. That was about a week and a go, but that's all good. You didn't have that. You did not have that last Friday here on the show. Yeah, absolutely no. did not. I don't. No, I didn't. You didn't. You're right. You were going oh, to this will be good. I was driving from Hurstbridge in today, and there was a porcupine on the road that I, <laughs> that I had to stop and wait to get across. That's, that's you, mate. Look at the hair. You know what I don't believe about that story that you would have waited yeah. and not created roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're lying. Uh, the old ambassador for the RSPCA, Campbell Bad Donkey. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> so much to get into. 0499 736 736. Great racing Melbourne and Sydney in particular, of course, Mooney Valley tonight. Uh, a Ladbrokes Cox Plate last weekend that we wanted, we desired and we got it and what a wonderful race it was. Before we get the first things first, Quinn, just a quick thought on last week's wonderful Ladbrokes Cox Plate Carnival. Look, it was just spectacular and you couldn't have scripted it any better. I think the entree to the Cox Plate with the Manicado being run and won the way Imperatrice performed, just lifted the entire crowd. And she was in that sweet spot where I think a lot of punters were happy to step into her, especially through the all-up bets, $1.50 into $1.35, back to $1.40 late. So it literally was like finding money in the street. All you had to do was bend over and pick it up. And that just lifted the entire crowd. And the Cox Plate itself, what a race, what a contest. A lot of people thought that Mr Brightside had won. A lot of thought, people thought Romantic Warrior had won. But when they crossed the line... This, the whole crowd gasped and it was just absolutely spectacular. And bizarrely, the fact that the course is a little bit under construction at the moment actually added to the atmosphere because everyone was watching together and it was just a spectacular day at the Valley. I disagree with you, Quinny. Uh, there's only one person I know who thought Romantic Warrior won and that was David Taggart on SCN Track. I legitimately haven't been able to find anyone and I watched the replay ten times on Sunday and I still think Mr Brightside won the race. A, a remarkable finish. Do you reckon Matty Hill leant towards Mr Brightside? I know, I know, he, I know uh, he sort of... There's just that little, just that little extra in his voice reckon? when he said Brightside. And then, of course, the streamers were unleashed. And apparently for the world pool, <laughs> when the whole track thought they were for Mr Brightside, it was, it was incredible. Gab, uh, you're a big part of it. What did you make of it? Oh, it was a great day. Yeah, great. We worked um, the day and it was, yeah, that was... Really, really good. Um, the crowds were outstanding. The um, the energy there was just 
I mean, it always is, though. Yeah. But, yeah, no, just it's good to know it's, it's continuing, though. The energy, that's a good point. That was yeah. just great energy. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Imperatory's undefeated this prep. So. Yeah, well, which is one of your early yeah. goals. <laughs> I just want to point this out quickly before we get the first things first. Something that racing had to do, and we've had this discussion a lot on this show, on this station, a lot of people, lad brokes, just trying to get people involved in horse racing that aren't necessarily hardcore racing fans. The Everest have done it really well. Uh, racing Victoria or VRC have done it well when Flemington went to a whole new level. The tennis has done it well. I, I thought last Friday night, I was interested to see what was going to happen without the Group 1. I liked the idea of it. Mooney Valley Gold Cup taking centre stage. Friday night was packed. Friday night, the energy you touched on on Saturday was full and very, very, very vibrant. And I think that's a great congratulations to everyone at Mooney Valley Racing Club, Racing Victoria. And the fact is that Friday night, no Group 1, good Mooney Valley Gold Cup, about eight different horses could win it. And everyone was still there. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a Group 1 to attract people to the track. And last Friday night was good. People love a Friday. Like, personally, I love doing things on a Friday, especially. I didn't go last Friday, but if I was just in, you know, going, socially. I don't know, socially. Like, it's no, like... You love Friday nights when you go. <laughs> no, I only do. I'm a one-hit wonder. Okay. But um, if I could choose a Friday, yeah. I love a Friday because you've got nah. an extra couple of days. Absolutely. Unreal. All right, get involved wherever you might be. 0499 736 736. It is time for First Things First. On the Ladbroke Spring Breakfast, First Things First. Now, I don't know what this is, but somebody has brought a bit of production to First Things First. So, Nick Quinn, you get to go first. Now, Gay Waterhouse, there is no one like her in racing. Her pedigree speaks for itself. Her achievement's even more impressive. She's the first female to train a Melbourne Cup winner when Fiorente got the job done. And forever and a day, she's been a Melbourne Cup and Flemington ambassador. So she's probably made, I'm going to say, hundreds of thousands and maybe even millions through the VRC. Now, for years, there's been calls for Flemington to relax the race code, make it more for everyone. Everyone can get involved. They've done that this year. They've listened to the people and they went to the First Lady of Racing, Gay Waterhouse, keeping in mind she's on the Flemington payroll and asked her for her thoughts. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's the silliest thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to Bondi Beach. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. Imagine <laughs> the Flemington PR team will roll out our spokesperson, yeah. they'll give her this little half molly and then she responds with yep. that. I, um, go, go. Oh, I was going to say I agree with her. I mean, I, I know it's nice to open it up to, to everyone, like mm. the broad variety of people out there, but you could tell me that I, I could wear a, I don't know, summer dress, whatever. Like, personally, mm. I still want to dress the way I dress. Like, that's that's so, it for me, and I can't imagine... So the, the, the question was around wearing shorts. Is men are allowed to wear shorts in the members now, OK? I, I still think they went too far, the VRC. Relax it, maybe no jacket, or don't have to wear a tie yeah. on the, the two Saturdays, or, or at least on Melbourne Cup Day, maybe, but find a way around it. But they've gone from here, where you have to have an announcement for the weather to be 38 degrees to take your jacket off, to just being able to wear shorts. There, there should have been a, 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 like a, a better medium. Oh, well, mate. it's a boy that hates getting dressed up and absolutely despises well, tell, tell him what happened last year, not the year before. Two years ago when you walked on track. I, I came just in clothes like this. Mm -hmm. It was a hot day. Yeah, it wasn't That's that how hot. you were dressed last weekend. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. <laughs> and I just threw the suit over the shoulder and I tried to get into the members yeah. and they said, oh, Camber, you can't, you've got to be wearing a suit. I said, yeah, I'm going to get changed when I'm up there. I showed them the suit that I had. And I'm like, okay, make sure you get changed though. And of course I didn't get changed. Mm. 
No, it was and, too hot. So and, you've ruined it, really. <laughs> no, you could, you could say I, I am the spark that has created this now trend of shorts. <laughs> and I like it. You're a fashionista. Fashion for but, me would but be on... can people not wear a jacket and a tie, or is it only I, shorts? I don't know. I, like... I actually really don't know. Well, I just you can don't... still dress up, obviously. Now, I, I mean, anyone that's seen me drive knows I've got no fashion and no navigation, so I'm the last person to comment on this. But... I'm sure you could still look really nice and wear shorts. Like, there are nice shorts and mm. shorts that look dressed up like people would wear too. And Archies. I mean, you'd be a polo goer, Gabs, I'm tipping. You've been to the polo plenty of times and some of those guys wear yeah, those nice yeah. attires. Rolf Lauren, yeah. polo. I mean, when it's, when it's, yeah, 40 degrees, I totally get it. But, but it's uh, over 30 on Tuesday. Is it really? Is it? Yeah. Oh, That's, no suit for yeah. me. Yeah, well, thank you, Jane. Yeah. We don't have to wear a suit this year because we're actually in the birdcage SCN track. We've taken the truck and put it smack bang in the birdcage, which leads us to a whole raft of other issues. What's taken your eye, Gab? Oh, well, I mean, we kind of continue from before, just the crowds. I think they're going to continue mm. over the Flemington Carnival and throughout. I, I know there was a bit of panic at the start, thinking that there's, you know, might be lighter on on the crowds, but I don't think they've disappointed at all. I love the fact, and I know, as you alluded to, Quinny, there's, there's a bit of construction going on at Caulfield at Mooney Valley, but... To see the full house sign go up and scampering around, we're at breakfast with the best on the Tuesday and the Wednesday and someone's like, oh, I need a member's ticket. And the actual hard work you had to get and the favours you had to do to be able to get a member's ticket to help someone get into the track, I think it's great for racing. And I think that it just means when, when people can't get somewhere... It makes them even more desperate to go the next year. Yeah. So next year, people are going to want to go. Missed out on the Cox Plate last year. Got to get back in there again. I love it. And the crowds are going to be big brown. They call it the Olsen twins when the full house sign comes out. Um, I've got... <laughs> <laughs> can you tell them apart, Mary-Kate and Ashley? Uh, I can now because yeah. they've, they've got, one's got black hair. and Really? Where's the, the you know... Eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. OK. Um, I've got two... <laughs> First things first. In my time in racing, which isn't as long as some because I'm not elderly, um, I'm only 40. I've probably been involved in racing. Just quickly, uh, for the people who don't know, what age do you consider elderly? 44. 44 then, How old are you, Cam? 42. I'm elderly. I was in the conversation we had. I'm two years away from elderly in the bad donkey brown That's a bit green. scale. Um, uh, so in my time in racing, I don't know, um, 25 years, let's call it, since I was 15, I've never, ever seen... Race six, Rose Hill, Quinny, get it up. $9 the field. $9 oh, the field. I've crazy. seen it at $6 it the field. Crazy. I've seen six fifty, I reckon, but never $9. Yeah. Talk us through the market. Yeah, back rower is the only runner in single-figure odds, a $9 <laughs> market leader. So it's one of those races where, and I love to say this, but it's never been more appropriate. If you find the winner, yeah. the value will take care of itself. And I think a lot of people will look at this race and say, well, that's impossible to bet on. It is. But I'm going to have to have a bet on it yeah. because it's going to be... Maybe $10 the field by race time. So Unreal. very crazy. unique. You know very, what I'm waiting for? Race. On SCN track, when one of us tips a tips the winner, it's a favourite at 9.50 and the text comes in, oh, you only tip favourites. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's my, unreal. Um, that is unreal. My proper first things first is uh, the, the Hotham, now the Archer, which mm -hmm. is raced early in the day yep. um, tomorrow, used to be a great race. Used to be the last chance for some of these horses to get into the yep. Melbourne Cup. I remember 2009, shocking, did the, the, did mm -hmm. the double. Um, Brew in 2000. There's seven horses in that race now. It's a pretty ordinary affair. And I just, you know, it's just I just looked at the field and I thought, oh, like, how's the, that race mm. become 
so weak. And we've had such big fields and competitive fields for the Geelong Cup, the Mooney Valley Gold Cup. So the stays are out there. So it is interesting that they haven't gone to this option. Well, there's a couple of reasons as to why I think. One of them is that the race isn't as deep as it used to be, right? So we're only down to about 30 or 31 horses left in the Melbourne Cup, right? So we're not talking, you know, 1995 when it was like more depth and stayers and all the rest of it. And there's been a lot of conversation around the Australian staying ranks. And, and this probably leads a little bit to it. And secondly, a lot of our horses are internationals that Australian trainers or owners or syndicators have purchased, right? And the internationals aren't big on backing up after three days. Now, if they absolutely 100% needed to do and win on Saturday and then go into it on Tuesday, they will do it. And there's been an international two that have done it over the years or at least attempted it. So it, it's like a imperfect storm yeah. really the depth isn't there which means the other races drop off a little bit and races like geelong cup which gives them a little longer lead up the moonee valley gold cup was an outstanding field there was six or seven horses that'll probably end up in the first tuesday in november as well so it, you are right you, you are right in what you're saying but I, I can see the reasons for it and it's, it is disappointing the johnny o'shea runner at the bascan yeah uh is the total of 54 well and that's the already in mm. isn't it don't know. Is that already in the field? That's what I, Zach Lloyd's riding that. I, I'm not 100%. No, yeah, yeah, so James Mack is riding it, riding it on Saturday and Zach Lloyd's going to ride it uh, on Tuesday if he gets in. Yeah. I thought he was riding Kings something. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. No, there's a good chance I'm wrong. Oh. We'll soon find out. Anyway, I'll just throw in out names because Zach Lloyd, you know, back military us. Uh, just quickly before we get to the break, I just want to say this. Tomorrow there's a lot of conversation and you mentioned that. It used to be Super Saturday. It used to be the best day of racing in the country and it was outstanding derby day and it's still a wonderful day but flemington i'm not sure if they read the tea leaves with sydney and you know some of those stay uh, sprinters who have stayed up there for the everest and they thought you know what we're going to do we're going to make champions day our crowning yeah. jewel and they've done an incredible job it's now people might say oh derby day is not what it used to be that's because champions day is so bloody good. And they've been able to get the sprinters there coming off the back of the Everest. The champion stakes, knowing that it's now a, a week after, rather than what it used to be, gets more Labros Cox played horses into it. The champion's mile. Like, I, now, Derby Day is still great. Is it what it used to be? No. But Flemington just said, you know what, we're going to adapt with the times here and we're going to turn the last Saturday into the wonderful day of racing. And in 10 years' time, maybe even earlier than that, I think we'll continually say the best day of racing at Flemington and maybe in the country any day of the year is Champions Day. And the VRC deserve a pat on the back for yeah, it. Yeah, spot on. I think it used to be, bang, Derby Day, the big day, and then gradually would dwindle away a bit. Yeah. Obviously, Cup was a big one, but um, you'd roll into Champions Day yeah. and it'd be a bit of a non-event. Mm. Whereas now, you start with still a great day at Derby yeah. Day, but you've always got in the back of your mind, oh, this mm. is coming, this is coming later in the week. So it keeps everyone interested, I think, for the whole week. And I think a lot of that is that we don't even know where some of these horses out of Labros Cox Plate are going to go. Are we going to see Mr Brightside and Alligator Blood and Antino who ran on that day go back to the mile? They're going to get the 2,000 metre a crack. Is someone going to back up from the Golden Eagle, have a crack? I think it's outstanding in the conversation. It's something we need in racing. We're getting more of it. And I think Champions Day has lent itself really Did well. Did you see so. during the week the VRC had a game of footy? Yes, down I there for the for the wrong. Did you hurt anyone? Skills. You weren't allowed. Did you hurt anyone? I didn't. You weren't allowed to, to tackle, obviously. Um, but uh, the jockey, few of the jockeys were floating around. They, they go right. Zachy Spain kicks a good really? footy. Yeah. Did you uh, kick your goal? Friedman, yeah, kicked the, kicked the goal. Did you really? Set up a couple of goals. Oh, jeez, nice. oh, oh, you're a superstar, aren't you? Hasn't he? Still got it. Still got it. Off for the kick. Oh, <laughs> Green, he hasn't lost any of his skills, and a few Melbourne supporters were thinking, can we just get him back in the Ford line? <laughs> <laughs> for Ladbrokes, we're firing it on up. It is a Ladbrokes Spring Breakfast Show. Give me death, makes me
A little Taylor Swift in honour, of course, of uh, Bad Donkey Brown's new jumper that he's purchased. Would you like him? Old anti I've got yeah. another one for next week as well. Hypothetically, if there was someone in the group or listening that had no idea what that was in reference to, what the quote meant, could you fill them in? We're not all Swifties. Yeah, it's part of a Taylor Swift song, the song we just played there. Right, OK. Uh, you don't know. Will you speak to me like you don't I know? should know that? Did you know that? The whole did world's Swifties. I didn't know that, and Gee. I would say, I'll go one step further. Nah, I disagree. There would be more of our listeners that no would have had no idea nah. about that song than know it. We played, you Taylor's know what? Kelsey. Tags sings it all the time. The SCN track family most certainly know. There might be some Ladbrokes people watching who... But no, they know. She's the most famous person on the planet right yeah. now, Quinny. Where have you been living? And, and a billionaire just from her music, without yeah. any of the little side tequila business. Exactly. She got tequila business? No. No. <laughs> you know how all the others make all their money in, like, tequila? Hey, just quickly, Gabby Doxie is always correct when it comes to Zach Lloyd writing... Oh, sorry, Valiant King. There you go. Don't say sorry, you got it right. I'm a moron. Hey, let's get into what's going to be Wait, 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 wait. What was that last bit? I'm a moron. That was the first time I've ever heard him criticise himself. We'll, we'll play that for you. Yeah, we'll get that great. Yeah, thank you. Huey Fitzpatrick, we'll, just clip that one up. On yes, I like it. And every time a tips one gets beat, I'm a moron. I like it. I'll tell you what. The Gary Lyons I'll tell you this incident right now. Show. The confidence level, that's right, cut it up. And every time I tip one that doesn't run well, we'll play it. Yeah. You won't need to play it this Flemington Cup. Oh. I'm real confident. <laughs> uh, where are we? Uh, cool more stud stakes is where we're going to start. Gabby Doxy, you are the person who needs to read them out because Quinny. You got your glasses? I have got the glasses. Too bad anyway, Gabby's doing it anyway. Take it away oh, for the three-year-olds. I'm going to say this a lot, but this is going to be a great race. 460 the field with Cylinder, our favourite, Shinzo. 650 Kings Gambit. Gee, wasn't he good last start at the eight? I'm unstoppable, 950. Market mover currently, Stretton Angel, 950. Stapati heads the rest at double figures. Quinn Dog, what do you make of this? Keep going, Gabs. I don't think we've heard the winners. Oh, hello. Yet. Sorry. All right, let's go. Um, Osmosis, no, 14. Moravia at 16. V8, 17. Bingo. With... V8, $17. <laughs> Absolutely tremendous in the Caulfield Guineas when not running at the trip. Back to the sprinting distance. Drawn high, which I love in these races, I think is a terrific value play. What do you make of it, Gab? Look, as I said, it's a great race. Mm. I'm with Cylinder here. There's so many chances, though. I, I think King's Gambit was so dominant last start. I am a V8 fan too, but yeah, just I'm sticking with Cylinder. What the hell's going on here? I do not know. I think someone's drilling into the TV studio <laughs> we're currently in. Uh, and we'll see how it plays out. We may or may not be here in three minutes' time. Uh, I'm with King's Gambit. Yeah, I've, I've always liked this horse since I first saw him run uh, Caulfield Guineas Day last year when it bolted him. Uh, had some bad manners and a bit of bad luck um, throughout the course of his career. Um, in, the, in the spring and autumn. I think back with a vengeance now. The win last start was outstanding. I know he just got up the rail and the, and the run presented at the right time. But um, I like I like Shinzo Cylinder and, and, and this horse, Kings Camp, have raced against each other for a long period of time. There's not a lot between them. So um, I think $8 is a really, really good each way I price. Cylinder was just so dominant in the Everest and has been this prep. So, yeah, that's why I'm sitting there. It's been the best race on this day for a little while now, this Coolmore Stud Stakes. And I'd love to see Shinzo or Cylinder win the race. Battling ownership on a big stage to be able to get a couple of dollars would be good. I missed the party each way. And I might have been back V8 each way. I know that... Uh, the Caulfield Guineas. I was actually really disappointed in Stapati, the fact that he had run of the race yep. and had every right to win it 
and didn't run the mile out. He's undefeated before that, I think $11 or $12 at Ladbrokes. Uh, that's where I'll probably play on those two horses. Going down the straight's the big thing, right? Some of these Sydney horses have to be able to do it. They are class animals, so to be able to do it is not the most surprising thing. But I'm with, I'm with Stepati right now. I may back V8, a little each-way play as we go into it, but it's a... Wonderful race. All right, the Derby for the other three-year-old race on the day. Gabby, what does the Ladbrokes market tell us? Oh, we've got Riff Rocket at a very short price here at $2.35. Too short for mine. And Puglia, our next line of betting at $3.80, which is firming up as well. Verdad, next line at $8.00. And Sunset's 13 gates along with her, or him, sorry. And um, Aerosold at 15 Interesting little race. Those two at the top are probably too short for me. Ooh, it'll be interesting, though. I do think the race has got a long tail, so mm. I think punters might steer towards those top two in the market. Now, Mick Kent Jr., or mm. Michael Kent Jr., who is just a class act and so intelligent. I love listening to him when he speaks, especially when he speaks about runners from other stables. And after this horse, Riff Rocket, got beaten and got out to 350 for the derby, he just said, that's the bet of the week. He goes, this horse will be ready to peak on Derby day and will be mighty hard to beat. That 350 is massive overs and he was spot on. Of course, I wasn't smart enough to snap up the 350 <laughs> there and then, but I do think the favourite's the one to beat. I think we'll be ridden in a similar way to last time, but get more of a chance to run into the race and does look a class above the opposition. And I think Verdad, who was runner-up last Saturday, is the danger. They led. I don't think that was the plan. I don't think the horse appreciated leading. I think we'll sit off the speed. I'm taking those two. I think they'll fight it out. I think Riff Rocket and now Riff Rocket and Aprilia are going to get runs of the race. There's a bit of speed, in particular from Sunsets from that outside gate. Uh, I think Riff Rocket, if he wins this, will back up in the champion stakes a week later. I think he'll go the 2,000 metre weight for age race because they have a huge opinion of this horse and so well they should. But I'm with Verdad from an each way play. Uh, place odds are better than Riff Rocket to yep. win. Didn't I'm not sure if they wanted to lead last week, as you touched on, but it most certainly he just got too quick. He, and I think it's going to help him and top him off nicely. He'll have a nice suck run, a couple behind them. And you're right, it's a very long tail and it's something we continually discuss about the derby each and every year, which then leads into the conversation that Glenn Boss and Jared Whateley had yesterday on SEN about the fact that it should be back to 2,000 metres. Brownie, do you, do you subscribe to that theory or do you think the 2,500 metres is OK? No, I, I, well, I think the 2,000 is probably more suitable Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's it is a big ask for um, three-year-olds, just turned three-year-olds, to be getting that sort of trip. I think um, sticking at the 2,500 li limits. Yeah. Who wants to race in it? You know what I mean? So there's no doubt to be a better race. Yeah, there's no thousand metres, oh, no better yeah. race. But I also understand the the pros and cons for it as well. Uh, correct. Which, which way are you leaning? Uh, reluctantly, because I'm. It, I don't like tipping favourites ever, but in particular in races like this when there's just so much unknown, can they get the trip? I'm with Riff Rocket. Um, obviously that horse exploded away at Flemington a couple of starts yeah. back. I don't think Caulfield suited Riff Rocket. Smallish field, bit of a, a stop-start um, affair and still had every chance but just couldn't quite get past Sunsets who was so brave. Um, but I'm not jumping off Riff Rocket. I just, I just think that price is... Like very, very, very skinny. I don't know if it is though. I don't know if it is skinny. Well, well, maybe then find another one you like on the day anywhere in the country, and run it in a multi. Mm. Don't just mm. take the two dollars twenty flat like that and try and get four, five, six dollars about two. And if, if it comes yeah. out and bolts in, you go oh, beautiful. Yeah, but then if you miss the other league, you lose instead of winning. This is the thing. Though, Correct. Brady, the the Correct. big thing for him is, uh, and I agree. I actually agree. He'll run twenty five hundred meters, and I don't think Caulfield suited him the track the pace, the muddling, where he was, understand all of that. But there would be a small little thinking that maybe he's come to the end of his prep. 
or he doesn't get a real strong 2,500 metres. So it's going to be a hindsight thing. Class horse in the race, absolutely. I think he'll get 2,500 metres. But if he doesn't run well tomorrow, people will be saying, oh, we kind of... The riding is on the wall at Caulfield, and we all sort of gave him excuses. I think he's a class horse. He deserves his price, but there is a bit of trepidation Tell us there. about... You're, you're the best futures punter yeah, in the country. I agree. Uh, was it Josh Jenkins that tipped you into the uh, the yeah. Kennywell uh, Yeomans yeah, Roguery? We're, we're on a horse called Roguery at 100s. He got in the oh, 14s. Wow. He's back at the 46s, I think. At yeah, he's yeah, but still. Uh, 51, yeah. yeah. You've beaten the book. Yeah, it's well, well beating the book, he doesn't count if the horse runs 7th. And I have steered a little bit away from him. Now, before we get to the break... What was the horse um, that you were on at 100s that got rolled a couple of years ago? I don't want to talk about it. It was in the Victoria, in the VRC Oaks in 2020. Uh, I can't remember. I, I, no, I, I watched the replay. She loomed up. I thought she was going to win it. And Julian Bayard <laughs> and I... Was crying we were, he was in tears at the 200 because we were going to quit our jobs and move to the Caribbean. And yet here we are on a Friday morning... Talking to Bad Donkey Brown. Uh, Quinny, just quickly before the break, Sports Pick Cup promo. Can you tell us a little more about it? Look, this is going to be sensational. Now, this is a great opportunity for people to have a risk-free chance at winning $2.5 million. Now, listen carefully. You've got to just select the Melbourne Cup finishing order Exactly. That all? That's all you've got to do. Oh. You've got to be in venue to do it. As you can see, there's lots of terms and conditions. So jump on the sports pick page to have a crack. You've got to be in venue to get involved. It's free to be involved. Unreal. And in the unlikely event the $2.5 million doesn't go off, Courtney Thompson has very generously got some money from Ladbrokes and they're going to pay the best effort, $10,000. So someone's going to win $10,000 risk-free, go to Sports Pick for all the details, but basically you've just got to go to one of these venues, have a crack at the Melbourne Cup order, and you think it's impossible, well, it went off for the Everest. It did. It so did. someone hit it over in New Zealand yeah. in the Everest, so Ten it mil. can be done. It's not easy to do, mm -hmm. but it's free. Sportspick.com.au for more info. You can download the app to find a participating venue near you. I will give everyone a head start. Are you ready? Interpretation runs seven. There you go. Beautifully done. What by a me. Bizarre prediction. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm trying to help people around the nation. We've got to get a market. $20, $24 on it running yeah, seven. Find a market in the outbreak. We'll get to a break and there's plenty more. All eggs are late breaks next. Right around Australia, very good morning to you. Working our way through Labroke Spring Breakfast. Nick Quinn, Gabby Doxy, Campbell Brown, and me, Cam Luke. Have you been in contact with the Labrokes traders yet? I want to mark it up before the day is done. Look, they were a little hesitant to put a market up this week because obviously I've got the last two right. It's cost them the oh, debt of a small nation. So I was like, <laughs> guys, can we go again? They're like, we're not sure, Quinny. We might have to take some out of the budget. Mm. And I said, that's OK. I know what you're paying the likes of Moody, Bossy and Ollie. So there should be a bit left over. So we've had a crack again this week. And I've come prepared. You ready? Got the blinkers. OK, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. OK. And, and hang on. Before you go any further. Let's have a look at the Empire Rose first. <laughs> <laughs> you really are talking low, about a low individual. <laughs> this is a very open oh. group one for the girls. And yeah, this is such oh. a good betting race. We've got equal three of these are equal first of, of lead, market leaders, I should say, at six dollars. Alcohol free Princess Grace at Tissue. Hope in your heart at seven. Wish Law Lass, who has been so good at nine fifty. Life Lessons at fifteen dollars. Did I miss anyone's I selections? Think you've Absolutely not. Keep going. What? Keep going. I'm, I've got a $34. Oh, right. We can, might skip a few here. Pride of Jenny, Shuffle Dancer, Osbred Fleur, 31. Foxy Frieda. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> Sorry, three, Foxy three from the bottom. 
Foxy Frieda for me. Very, very consistent horse. Lo love the form um, of late. It hasn't been bad at all. Five lengths off Amelia's Jewel. Um, was in a in a, a pretty good battle with Wishlaw Lass. It's come out and won again, which looks like a star. I just think that's an outrageous price for a horse that's gone to Flemington before. One from one, the track and trip. Yeah. Um, so it goes, goes good at Flemington and we'll get back. There's good, good speed in the race. Um, drawn well. I, I don't know. I just... I think that price was massive overs, Foxy. Look, Quinny, it's fair to say too that you and I are like horse racing romantics, correct? Yes. It would be great to see Simon Wilde win his first group one. I, I would love to see Wishlaw Lass get it done. I think she's just a tier below a group one horse, but she's been so good she deserves the opportunity. I Right now, I'm, I'm tossing up whether to make alcohol free my best of the day. Now, I'm not certain in 24 hours it will, but absolutely, that's who I'm backing. This is, it's time for her. She was disappointing in the autumn. Very. Tipped out, came back, was pretty good first up. Uh, the, the Everest was a bad race for her. I, I think she just got thrown into the slot because there was out of horses to actually run. She was terrible. She was really good last week. She gets back to the mile. That's perfect for her. She's drawn perfectly. Flemington will suit her, I think. Uh, oh, I think we'll see a horse that we have seen in Europe in the past. The one that, what did it cost? Nine or ten million dollars. How much? Not cheap. Get her here. Absolutely. I think we'll see a horse. It cost that much. I think it cost ten million dollars. It's like the most expensive something or other. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd probably want to see form better than duck egg for duck egg four, but that's okay. True for the ten million dollar price tag, but not necessarily for this race. Yeah. Like, and she was taking ground off Espiona last start, and Espiona would absolutely be the favourite in this race. And she'd be she'd be three fifty, and a mile suits alcohol free even better. I'm really keen on her. And what is a great race? As much as I'd love to see Simon Wilde win it, I think Alcohol Free will get the job done. Yeah. Wishlaw last chasing a fourth straight victory, $9.50. Yeah. So I completely agree that that would be a wonderful story. I'm sticking with Princess Grace. She's been terrific this campaign without winning. I know a lot of punters have dropped off because she was beaten at the short quote last time out. I still think she ran well. I anticipate she'll get a nice run here. So each way, Princess Grace. I just want to check something before I uh, raise it. She, it was 1,400 metres last start, wasn't it? She went from a mile back to 1,400 metres. And now metres. she's back to 1,600 yeah, I, I think the 1,600 metres suits her a lot better. Uh, I know the punters jumped off. Well, she probably jumped off. She didn't have any turn of foot that no, day. She no, didn't. she's I, a little dour. I think she needed a mile. And yeah. I, I think that even on the back of that mile run, well, she was $1.40 or $1.50 last yeah, night. She got crunched crazy. in the market. Yep. And her class nearly got her home. But the fact is that I, I think she was searching for a mile. So I think the mile here is going to suit her really nicely. Where did you end up on... Me, life lessons yeah. I'm with. I thought she was really... Uh, I love Phillies and Mares in form. We're getting that here. I, it's going to be a great race, a great betting race. I just thought she was really dominant. Um, I thought she wanted to win. And, uh, yeah, happy to be with stepping up to the 1600. Question, maybe a question mark, but, yeah. And those odds, though, happy to stick with it. Oh, so happy at 15 bucks, yeah. Like it. And there's a really good... There's, there's each way plays in this race, if you're that way inclined. Or if you just like the brown dog and you just go for $31 pop and away you hey, go. Hey, hit with attrition, so... Oh, uh, yes, you she's now, she's in form, though, yeah, so I, I agree, you know. Mind you, last week... No good? Hit, couldn't hit a barn door. No good. No. <laughs> Golden Eagle time. $10 million race, of course. Relatively new for the... Four-year-olds. What does the Ladbrokes market tell us right now, Gab? Well, just You've let me get it. there. Oh, look, I... No. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say about $4 Amelia's yeah. Jewel. Um, oh, no. no. Bigger than that, I reckon. Really? Oh, please. I oh. think Amelia's Jewel's not the favourite in this race. Really? No. It's Hawaii 5-0. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Traders yeah. are taking the... 
That's where there my you go. Four, I reckon 460 about a million stool then. My if search, not the favourite. My search isn't working. Okay. But here we go. No, I'm here. Okay, good. All right. Hawaii 5 0 at $4. Amelia's Jewel 460. Mm. Hello. Legato. How exciting. $8. Kovalika 9.50. Osipenko currently the mover at $10 along with the 12, which I'm not going to say the name of. Pericles there as well at 12. We know it's a good betting race. I'm going to back two here. I think Kovalika's a horse with a sense of timing. I'll be having something each way there. And I have to have something on Amelia's jewel. I think she's over the odds. I think she'll be strong through the line, and that's where the value lies. Just on Kovalika, he's going to, like, the gate does not help, right? Because I think he would have been a little forward in the race had he have jumped well, I mean, drawn well. He's going to get back. He's going to hit the line so well again. I, I don't know if they would do this and, and back him up, go from the 1500 to the 2000 next week, but I, I think he's a legitimate champion stakes horse. 2000 metres, wait for raids, Labros Cox Plate, understand why they chose to not do yep. it, but I would love to see him over 2000 metres this prep because he just tracks towards it. And had he have drawn nicely, Brownie, I would have probably backed him, but yep. just from that gate, mate. It's a bit tougher. Hawaii 5-0 for me. I uh, love this horse. Love Singo. Um, he's as brave as you like. Uh, caught wide in the Everest and just just continues to have a red-hot crack. Never runs a bad race. Shades of alligator blood. Mm -hmm. Not with the absolute ability, but the, the heart yeah. and the will to want to race and, and get the absolute best out of itself. So I think jumps, barrier four is perfect. Can probably lead. Rack them and stack them and... Um, Good luck getting past a Waterhouse spot runner if you can get away with some cheap sections. I still think there'll be a bit of speed in the race. So it'll be interesting to see if any of these <laughs> leaders can hold on. Gab, which way are you leading? Uh, Millie's Jewel for me. I think she bounces back, hopefully. Look, these are the odds of her last three runs. $1.95, $1.35, $2.40 was co Cox Plate favourite at one stage. Mm. We're getting $4.60. Back to Perth if it gets rolled. Get back there. <laughs> get out of town. Uh. <laughs> That's good SP hey. profile, though. Like, yes. We have not seen these sort of odds on her ever. Ever. She'll belt them. No. Yep. <coughs> no. She'll belt them. And I hope that people had a little tickle after the tour act. We'll need some luck. Uh, no, she won't. She can go force it right off the speed. She's drawn perfectly. Not, but I'm telling you. Not I'm telling you. She never looked comfortable in the tour act. She was on the wrong leg. Uh, she was a perfect lay in running and she just never looked like her, right? And I thought to myself, self, she can't win the Labros Cox plate, but if she can go. This is, it's an identical run to I Wish I Win. And the whole nation jumped off him. He had one bad run. We've only seen him have one bad run in his career. He was in a tour wreck. He comes out and wins the Golden Eagle. Next thing you know, he's the best horse in the country. I think we'll see it with her. I think she'll get a nice run in transit. I'm on Legato as well, but I think she's going to get too far back and needs more luck. I think Amelia's jewel is perfectly poised. Mm -hmm. And on the back of it, Adam Hamilton and Gareth Hall... Adam Hamilton from Ladbrokes, Gareth Hall from Giddy Up have continually told us she's the best horse in the country because she won a Lark Hill trial back in August. And they've now jumped off her and she will win the Golden Eagle and they'll be sulking come Saturday night. Adam Hamilton, has he been barred after Espiona won yet again? <laughs> he was very coy when we did a Ladbrokes lab during yeah. the course of the week when I tried to bring up uh, Espiona and he had, he had like a two-litre pure light start there. Uh, I don't know what he was talking about, but uh, either way, she will win this race. Okay. She will win this race. That's... that's that's a no, very I, confident I don't prediction. disagree. I, I think the four dollars sixty is no, so good, oh, and I love it when yes. people jump off on yeah. things like this. Hey, and, Romantic yeah. Warrior, six fifty the night of the Turnbull, dived in like Greg Leganis, and of course bolted in, never in doubt. Uh, double up special. <laughs> Put your glasses. I've got them on. <laughs> Had them on the whole segment. <laughs> Here we go. Quiddies. This could be Australia's favourite segment. Trying to. I agree. <laughs> We're going to go Nick Quinn. Both of these runners to get the job done. We need one <laughs> the... top two and the other top two. So we're going to go Flemington, race two. At the scan, 
and Rose Hill Race 4 Show High. Both to run top two at $2.75. And Campbell Brown, he's going both these runners top yeah. four. Yeah, I like That's it. Rose Quartz in race number four at Flemington and Gravina top four at Flemington. $4.50. Plenty of value there. Thanks to my man Johnny Seaton for getting these done. These can be found in the racing extras section on the Ladbrokes app. So you are one of the best broadcasters, not racing broadcasters, you're one of the best broadcasters in the country. Correct. We've got you the glasses with the strong prescription so you can see now a little better. Yet, you needed Gabby to point out there is a 110-inch TV screen a minute, a metre from you to be able to read the odds, mate. What the bloody hell are you doing? We're trending in the right direction. <laughs> I don't think we are. I finally have this part <laughs> down <laughs> pat. Distance over speed. Now, just before we, just before we <laughs> get to a break, hang on. <laughs> oh, the shark. Just quickly. Yeah, you missed a pretty important part of that, actually. I'm not surprised. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Call the number on the screen, which is 1-800-858-858 for those listening, or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You're pretty confident on that, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Ravina's are just going to be my best each way bet of the Ooh. day. 0499 736 736. If you've got a best bet, if you've got a crystal ball, let us know because we're going to get into ours on the other side of this. All thanks to Ladbrokes. It is the Ladbrokes Spring Breakfast. Right around Australia, Campbell Brown in the house, Gabby Doxy, Nick Quinn, Cam Luke, and all thanks to Ladbrokes. You're excited, aren't you? Always excited, mate. Every Friday, come to the end of the work week, we've got some great races to look forward to. We've got a weekend, which is a long weekend. Mm -hmm. What's there not to be excited about? Well, it's not a long weekend at all. Monday's no. a work day. Oh, you see, I know what he means. Tuesday, oh, yeah. Don't nitpick. Oh, you're not working Tuesday. Are you working Tuesday? Yeah, I am. Because and you're I'm, working Monday. I'm saying for the people out there, I've never had oh, a long weekend in my whole life. You're man of the people. Yeah. Well, he is a man of the people. I'll hey, give him that. I'll hey, give him you that. You leave school, you go into footy, you don't get long weekends because no. you've got, you know, Easter Monday versus the cats, <laughs> right? <laughs> then you finish Then you finish footy, you jump straight into working. Whoa, 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 whoa. Racing into C364 days hang a year. The theory's right until you say you jump straight into the work force after leaving footy. You had a little couple of gaps. Okay, I had three years off, but <laughs> I didn't work at all, but uh, that wasn't by choice. You had that TVN gag, a gig. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you the Tijuana. Uh, where are we? Are you going to the track tomorrow? I will be there, yes. Okay. I'll are be floating around. Are you there tomorrow? No. 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 Quinny? I'll be there each and every day, absolutely. Good on SCN and then racing.com. All right, beautifully done. Let's get into oh. our best bets then. <laughs> what was that? No. Ladbroke Spring Breakfast. <laughs> best <laughs> bets. <laughs> we'll start with you, Quinny. Gabby, you got about 60. No, I've been very good. I've only got two best bets tomorrow. Okay. One in each state. Flemington, race two, number three. <laughs> Athabascan, mm -hmm. I need to work on that pronunciation. Yeah. No, I think it's and then good. Show High up in Sydney, race four, number four. I've got two each way at Flemington, race four, number nine, Say Majik. And then mm. race eight, number two, Princess Grace. I like Say Majik. Corfield was just out yep. the window. And I think he can run really well. He's yep. been <laughs> run huge in, nearly won a Coolmore 12 months ago. So the fact is that I, I think get a bit of a price for it as well, right? Spot on. And I mean, if you're following Nick Quinn's tips, you know they're going to be big odds. So yep. as per usual, plenty of value. Bit of third person there. That's My good. mates call me star man. They say that I don't pick a horse unless it has the star next to it in the form guide to indicate that it's favourite. Have you, just quickly, have you told the other parents at the oh, soccer man. team that you aren't an ex-professional <laughs> footballer yet or not? Are you still rolling with that story? <laughs> Well, I think 
think it's I'm too pop committed now. Yeah. But no, it, 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 that hasn't been. Do you know this story? Well. I've heard little tweaks. Other parents oh, believe that he's no. a professional footballer and he's never corrected them. So a year later, he has to run school. Well, it'd have to be, the when they say football, it'd have to be soccer. Well, yeah, I don't... I don't... scrawny to be an <laughs> AFL footballer. <laughs> <laughs> Gab, where's your best bets at? <laughs> Mine, early on here. So, uh, yeah, it'll be the start of a good day or not. We'll know early. Uh, one number two, I went with He-Man here. Really liked it. I think Snowden's over the carnival at this time of year. Gee, they go well. Um, and then I'm going five, number one, Zardozzi. Mm. We have not seen the best of that horse yet, I do not believe. Will, Val- she, just not, will she win the Oaks? If she wins tomorrow, oh, do you think she'll win on Thursday? I'd just like to see her win dominantly yeah. then, potentially. Yeah. But I think she was really good the other day. Finally got that clear running room she deserved. Value, two number four, mostly cloudy. Track and trip, loves it. And um, the team's going quite well at the moment. And three, number five, Lempica. As I said, love a mare in form. She is flying. You're getting about $15. So He-Man, better the carnival, Gareth Hall said yesterday mm-hmm. on uh, Gary and... Uh, Gary and uh, I'm sure Gary is on with you. So it might have been Gary and Tom Morris. Either way, SEN Breakfast. He-Man. Bet of the carnival, he said, He-Man. So that bit of was... audio vision for <laughs> off football when he says, oh, he's a He-Man. Yeah. Who's that of? And what was the action? I can't remember. Lee Matthews bumping the point post. Yeah, was it? No, it was too. Yeah, there you go. I don't know who the commentator was. Yeah. Um, okay. My best each way of the day is Gravina, $12. Ooh. I need you, James Cummings, Godolphin, to lift. This is when your grandfather used to come of age, <laughs> when he'd smell the spring carnival, yeah. the, the four days of Flemington. Mm. Gravina, my notes, lovely trial leading in. Mark, Sarah, in form, on board. Oh, he is flying. One and a half lengths and 1.4 lengths off Everest Quinella, I think about it and wish uh, I win in separate <laughs> races. Um, you can't even read your own notes. Got a, it's just remarkable. Has been in the money 18 of 29 <laughs> starts and the majority of them in good company. So, Gravina. Um, so, firstly, everything you just said is right. It just took me a little bit. Could you stop it? Better my as a gelding as well. So, another good... Good Thank thing. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. I didn't have that in my notes. And then um, Rose Quartz, obviously, yeah. uh, going, going really well, this horse. Deserves favouritism. Um, it's about $3.90. So. Yeah. Now, the good news is this, this is this day. Now, he wasn't training for Godolphin, but this day in, I think, 2016, where James Cummings announced himself in Prized Icon, won the, the Victoria Derby. So they haven't quite been a dominant like they were 12 months ago, Godolphin. Correct. So it'll be a good day tomorrow for him to fire on... Up. I'm not sure exactly what I gave my best as... I think Ver, so Verdad is my biggest... There you go. Each way. I always gamble responsibly, but right now, that's my biggest financial investment for tomorrow. I think he's going to run the 2,500 out. He was ridden upside down, as we spoke about earlier in the show, and I think he'll get a perfect run in transit, just on the back of the two favourites, and I think he'll be very hard to beat. Did I give any other best bets? Throw him up there if I did. I did. Amelia's jewel. There you go. I'm very keen on her. I think she's going to be perfectly poised. I wasn't as sold on her early... She had to come over here and do it. What she did on, on Cup Eve, uh, sorry, made grand final leave at Mooney Valley was huge. Turak, again, I wish I win, almost identical. I think she'll come out and win what is a really good, very good field though, must be said. That is our best bets. And now it is time for Crystal Ball. On the Ladbroke Spring Breakfast, Crystal Ball. Start us up, anti-hero. Uh, all right, I missed last week. I said that Opie Bossum would ride three winners. He didn't just ride the one. Um, I'm going to say Jamie Carr bounces back in a form. If you have a look at her last three weeks, uh, horses that have been in single-figure odds, zero from 24. So she's, she's desperately out of form. But champions rise mm-hmm. to big occasions. 
And there's no bigger occasion than what is coming up in the next week. I think Jamie Carr will announce herself back as one of the top jockeys in the country. You want me to make a prediction on Jamie Carr? Of course. From, from, from right now, from right now Come on. until the end of the Melbourne Autumn Carnival, right? She'll ride five group Ooh, one. Oh, fast car. Between now and including Autumn, but I think absolutely she will bounce back in a big way. Gab, what do you got? I've got one. I sort of changed it this morning. Boban got a little bit heated for me at track work uh, the other morning during the week. I had a little bit of a question mark over that when there's going to be a lot of people there. There was not a lot of people there mm. then. Um, the other one is Mark Zara is just going to absolutely dominate this carnival. Isn't he flying? Yeah, unbelievable. And rode particularly well, of course, last week with the four. He's jumped off. Gold I think trip. he just keeps... I just keep, think, yeah. like, watch him this weekend. Mm. I reckon you back him, you win. Mm. Well, I've, I've backed him accidentally because uh, my futures bet has been without a fight for four months. I didn't think he would ride him on the first Tuesday, November, but I'm bloody happy he is. Quinny? Eight of the last ten Golden Slipper winners have never won another race, and soon it will be nine from 11. Shinzo will never win again. He's had two runs back this preparation. An interrupted campaign. I can't believe he's this quote for the Coolmore. I, for mine, don't have him as a winning chance. Yes, I'm taking on the likes of Coolmore, Chris Waller and James McDonald. What could possibly go <laughs> and wrong? Dan Cobby. And Dan Cobby. But a big lay for mine is Shinzo. I think he'll get beaten again and then we may never see him race. Oh, Shinzo in the binzo. <laughs> the other one? Just quickly on that. So you think he'll retire after this? Of course, we've got his stud value already. So you yeah. don't think you'll see him in the autumn? Correct. OK. The other one is Elphinstone, a five-start maiden. Runs on Tuesday. It will be massive odds. Maybe we get 50 to 1 on this galloper. A lovely one-by-four sort of bet. One unit to win, four units to place. It'll be a good roughie on a day which can throw up some long-shot winners. He just made love to the camera then. He did. He just eyeballed it, and that's good stuff from you. I love that. Uh, my crystal ball is Labroke's own Damien Oliver, and his last Flemington Carnival will ride four winners. Wow. Over the week. Over the week. One a day. That's all we need for Molly. The race is named after him, so make sure you include him in the quaddy mm. in the last race at Flemington. Uh, I'm not as certain he can win a Melbourne Cup, but it would be one of the most remarkable sporting mm. feats of all time to, to ride number four. But I think he can ride four. One a day is all we need from the GOAT. Yeah, his son Luke's got a bit of footy talent too. He's really? Running around, yeah. Lightly framed, as you'd expect, but it uh, goes good. Yeah. We said You said earlier he couldn't be a footballer because he's too scrawny, and now you're on the... No, Luke's, Luke's 12 or 13. Oh, is he? he's only 12 yeah, or 13, yeah, just isn't young, he? young bloke. Okay. living the dream. You should take him under your wing. I might. Yeah, be mentor might. brownie. Plenty of others that I have <laughs> over the journey that have gone on to be all Australians. Good mentor brownies. Harley Can you listen to two of them? <laughs> Stephen May. No, well, yeah, all Australian <laughs> premiership player. Yeah. Go name another one. Tommy Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Dion Prestia, three-time premiership player. Matira, uh, Xavier Ellis, Josh Kennedy, yeah. the greatest blood nearly of all time. Brent Renouf. <laughs> Uh, there's been a few hits, there's been a few misses. Yeah. It's a bit like our punting. Yeah, beautifully done. Gad, so what does what your Sunday Derby Day look like? Oh, you just at just, home? You're not yeah, working Yeah, no, I've got a few jobs to do. I watch the races and, yeah, Get pretty, the pretty low-key. Yeah. Next weekend, I think, I'll come Stakes Day. OK. Yeah. Sure. I was very disappointed to see an article yesterday in the Herald somewhere and said the, the ticks and the crosses of birdcage invitees and not that. to see Gabby Doxy in a big tick. I, know, I think right? they've made a huge mistake, birdcage <laughs> marquee owners, so make sure you get involved. Who they said wasn't invited? Who? Daniel Andrews. That was unbelievable. What, are you running He's the guest list, He's only been out of office three weeks. <laughs> oh, no. Quinny, we'll see you tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Big morning on SEN. Ladbroke Spring Breakfast. Of course, next Friday's show was one that nearly did us over 12 months back, <laughs> the day after the Oaks. What's going to happen? Tune in next week to I find out. I'm not here. <laughs>